Did you know that within a decade, women will hold $30 trillion in investable assets? Yet somehow, only 19% of women reported feeling confident in selecting investments that align with their long-term goals. Our friends at InvestHer are out to change that. InvestHer Con is the number one premier conference for women in real estate, and it's happening June 2nd through the 4th in Austin, Texas. InvestHerCon is not just another real estate conference. It's a transformational experience focused on real estate investing, business strategies, and self-care tactics, all designed to help women take control of their financial futures. Gain the knowledge and skills you need to grow your portfolio and build a sustainable business, all while connecting with over 500 women who are playing at the same level. To learn more and to get your tickets, visit InvestHerCon.com today and use the code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. That's InvestHer, H-E-R, Con.com, promo code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. I'm not against single-family homes for cash flow, but my whole message is if you're going to buy long-term hold property, go multifamily. It's just safer. Best ever listeners, before we get into today's episode, I'm pleased and honored to be introducing you to Trevor McGregor. You recognize his name. He's been on the show multiple times. Just search Trevor McGregor, Joe Fairless, and you'll hear his interviews that I did with him, and he has a lot of value during those interviews. Well, he's had a lot of value in my life. For the last five years, I have hired him to be a consultant to help me with my real estate business and just personal stuff too as a life slash business coach. And he's taken my game to a different level. Before I hired him, I had four single family homes. And oh, by the way, I was also single. Fast forward to today, my company controls over $300 million worth of real estate and I am happily, happily married. Clearly, results are going to vary, but he has helped me in five years do things that I didn't even have on my radar. So I suggest that you speak to Trevor McGregor if you're looking to take your real estate investing business to the next level. If you've had success and are looking to build on that success, then he's your guy. Go to trevormcgregor.com or coachwithtrevor.com. And you'll be able to apply for a conversation with him, coachwithtrevor.com. We used to do a free consultation. We got too many free consultations, and he actually is pretty full with his consulting program, and he's very conscientious about the value that he adds. He wants to add tremendous value, so he's being very selective with the people who he does work with. So go to coachwithtrevor.com and apply to have a conversation with him, and then you two can decide if it makes sense to work together or not and hire him as a consultant. It has impacted my life in a tremendously positive way. Him and his wife have gone to my wedding. Trevor's been to my conference a couple years, and I know him well, and I suggest that you get to know him as well. Coachwithtrevor.com. Best ever listeners, hello. Welcome to the Best Real Estate Investing Advice Ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. It's a show where we cut out the fluff and we only talk about the best real estate investing advice that moves your business forward. We've spoken to Barbara Corcoran from Shark Tank, Robert Kiyosaki, the author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and many other successful real estate investors and entrepreneurs. With us today, we've got a very successful investor, both in single family and multifamily. How are you doing? Rod Cleef. I'm awesome. I really appreciate you having me here, Joe. Well, my pleasure, my friend. And in addition to him 
having owned more than 2,000 single-family homes and apartment communities. He is also part of Tony Robbins' team, and he goes to the Tony Robbins event. So we are kindred spirits on that level, that's for sure, because as you all know, best ever listeners, I'm a huge Tony Robbins fan. He is also the director of investments at MHP Management Group and the host of a wonderful podcast, titled Lifetime Cash Flow Through Real Estate Investing. He's also got an upcoming book coming out in a couple months. So stay tuned in there. And he started a foundation called the Tiny Hands Foundation, which has benefited more than 40,000 children in need. He's based in Sarasota, Florida. With that being said, Rod, you want to give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background and your current focus? Absolutely. So my background, of course, real estate. I, I immigrated to this country when I was six years old with my mother and my brother. We ended up in Denver, Colorado, where I lived for the next 30 years. And I got excited about real estate because I didn't have much. I, I, I grew up with Goodwill clothes and ate expired food and drank powdered milk because that's all we could afford. And I know a lot of people had it harder than we did, but I knew I wanted more for my life. And I got my work ethic from my mother. You know, I saw she worked really hard babysitting kids and she bought the house across the street from us when I was 14 for $30,000. Then when I was 17, about to graduate from high school, she told me it had gone up in value 20,000 while she slept. And I'm like, what? I'm getting into real estate. I'm going to be rich in real estate. So I got my broker's license when I turned 18, which you could do real estate broker's license, which you could do with education back then. You didn't need the experience. You need experience now. But I made like eight grand my first year in real estate. Didn't know what I was doing. Made 10 grand my second year. But then my third year, I made about 120 grand. So what happened between year two and three? Well, I'll tell you a couple of things. One, I got around somebody that taught me about the psychology of success and how important mindset is to your success at anything. And that kind of springboarded. And I was around this guy. I was dating his daughter, and he lived in an amazing house and stuff I hadn't experienced before. He had really nice cars. They had a pool. He had a three-car garage. I'd never seen any of this stuff before. And you know how when you elevate your standards and you're around a particular environment for a while, you don't want to go backwards. That happened for me. So within a year of meeting him, I 10X'd my income. I got a place to live. I got a Corvette. I was on my path. But then fast forward to 2006. At that point, I'd owned over 2,000 houses, multiple apartment buildings. I had about 800 houses here in Florida and several apartment complexes. And my net worth went up $17 million in one year, which sounds great. In fact, if you do the math, it's $8,000 an hour. Of course, I did that. (laughs) My head got so big, it barely, barely made it through a room. You know, I thought I was a real estate god. Well, you know how when your head gets big, God or the universe has a habit of smacking you down? Well, that was 2008 for me. And mm-hmm. 2008, my world crashed. You know, I'm the guy that bought foreclosures and I was in foreclosure on everything. And I lost it all. It was a $50 million seminar. Mm-hmm. So from a tactical standpoint, what was the reason why you lost the $50 million portfolio. Was it cash flow? Lack of cash flow? Okay. Can you elaborate? Absolutely. No, absolutely. It was absolutely cash flow. And it was just the way my portfolio was structured in that I had 800 houses, two hours one direction and two hours the other direction and everywhere in between. So it was much more logistically challenging to manage than having 800 units in three or four locations. Also, I was up and down the coast. So I had to deal with flood insurance, 
wind insurance, which greatly impacts your cash flow, as well as taxes here in Florida are quite a bit higher than a lot of other jurisdictions because we don't have any state income tax. Mm-hmm. And so all of that impacted my cash flow. And my model was such that I had to sell a house occasionally or refinance a house occasionally just to offset the little bit of losses I was taking cash flow wise because of those reasons I just expressed. And also logistically, it's much more expensive to manage single family properties if you're in a big geographic area. For example, let's say you've got a maintenance issue. So you send a maintenance man, he drives 30 minutes to an hour to get to a house because every house is different. Every appliance is different. Every HVAC system is different. Hot water heater is different. Plumbing parts are different. You can't stockpile parts. So the maintenance man shows up. He assesses the situation. Then he's got to go to a Home Depot or a Lowe's and buy the parts. And by the time he gets back, maybe two and a half hours have already transpired. Then maybe he works on it. And as happens very often when you're doing a maintenance issue, as you get into it, you discover you need more parts. So maybe he's got to go back to Lowe's and Home Depot. So what would take 30 minutes if you had a stockpile of parts in an apartment community would take all day at a house. And when you do that, when you multiply that times hundreds of properties, it has a huge impact on your ability to cash flow. So that was probably one of the biggest factors. And I was in the C-class properties, CC, yeah, even C-minus in some of them. So when the market crashed, there was a lot of turnover. And turnover in houses is more expensive than units for the same reason I just outlined is everything is different. So an average turnover in an apartment is typically in the hundreds. An average turnover in a house is usually two to 3,000. And when the turnover is magnified, you couldn't refinance, you couldn't sell. When I went into 2008, I was at a 30% loan to value. I owed 30 cents on every dollar. So I thought I was golden. But Mm -hmm. I was focusing on the wrong thing. I needed to be more focused on the cash flow, which is why the title of my podcast is Lifetime Cash Flow. Mm -hmm. Now, that's why it happened. I'm back now, but it was a painful seminar. I mean, I thought I was set for life. And maybe your listeners would like to know how I came back from losing $50 million to the success I have today, because I think that could really help them because it really was mindset. And mindset is in my opinion, 80 to 90% of your success in anything, be it Mm -hmm. this business or any other business. So would you like me to share that? Yeah, absolutely. And that's what I want us to focus on for our conversation. So I'm glad that you segued. I just wanted to ask that follow-up question just because I'm sure a lot of the best ever listeners were wondering how that happened. So now- Yeah, it 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 was because of all those things. You know, I'm not against single family homes for cash flow. But my whole message is if you're going to buy long-term hold property, go multifamily. It's just safer. If you've got a house and it's empty, you're 100% vacant. If you've got a fourplex, chances are if you've got a unit empty, you're still okay. So that's the message that I try to impart on people. Now, don't get me wrong. There's lots of people doing well with portfolios of 20 to 40 houses, but I wouldn't wish what I had on anyone. It would have been so much easier if I'd had five to six to eight apartment communities and I would have survived it. No problem at all. I'd have flourished through it. So let's talk about the mindset and how you came back from that and your approach. You said it was mindset and your psychology. Now, when we saw each other at Unleashed to Power Within, I was pleasantly surprised because I was talking to someone, you were talking to someone and we just ran into each other. It was kind of cool because we hadn't met in person before. You told me something interesting. You said, 
and fact check me on this because I don't remember exactly what it is, but you said you had attended Unleash the Power Within a whole bunch of times. And I, I've been following Tony around the planet for 20 years, brother. I was on his team for eight years. I've been to his resort in Fiji twice. Tony is the gift that keeps on giving. And let me give a shout out to him. Anyone that's even considering going to see him, I'm sure you agree wholeheartedly, Joe, go see him. He's fantastic. Yep. He's impacted every area of my life. But you, you went to the conference, Unleash the Power Within. How many years in a row did you go? Oh, I've done every one of his events numerous times. And in fact, some of them dozens of times because I was on his team. So when you're in the environment, it just assimilates into your mind. Frankly, I've seen it so many times I could teach it. But every time, every year, you're working on something new. You're evolving. If you're not growing, you're dying. So I was there with you just whenever it was because... I'm constantly working on me, and it's an evolution. There's no destination in your self-actualization and your self-improvement. It's an evolution. And again, if you're not progressing, you're not growing, you're dying. So I'm always working on different little pieces and tweaking different things in me to be the best version of me that I can be. How did you approach from a mindset standpoint, okay, your net worth and your finances, lost it all, all, so now what? Well, let me back up because I think telling a little bit of my story would explain that. See, I was visualizing and manifesting the things I wanted in my life, not even realizing that's what I was doing. When I saw that movie, The Secret, read that book, then I realized I was utilizing the law of attraction. And some of you guys that are listening, if you're analytical, this may sound foo-foo, but I promise you it's real. So let me give you some examples in my own life where I use this, mostly car examples, and please realize this is not me bragging. This is just me sharing my story because that's really all I can share. But when I first got my broker's license, I had a four-door Granada, this bone-ugly gray car because I thought you had to have a four-door car to make money in real estate. And like I mentioned, I went and worked for my girlfriend's dad who had a Corvette. He let me drive it. And once you experience something, you got to have it. So I put a magazine picture, this is way before the internet, a magazine picture of a Corvette on the visor of that Granada. And I'd look at it every day. Within a year, I had that Corvette. And then this was back when Magnum P.I., a TV show with Tom Selleck was on the air. And he had this magnificent red Ferrari 308 that I thought that was the coolest thing ever. So I got a picture of that actual Ferrari and put it on the visor of my Corvette. Then a year or two, I had a Maserati look just like it. And the last car example, and please realize this is not me bragging because this stuff doesn't even interest me anymore. But last example is I'm the guy that always wanted a Lamborghini. And I had the posters in my room. I had the bikini girls leaning over washing the, you know, that's me. And ironic is my son used to collect models of exotic cars. He had about 30 of them and he had a model of the exact color and style that I ended up getting, Lamborghini. And so that stuff, that visualization really works, my friends. And so I wanted to share that first. I'll give you the last example. The last example was I always wanted to live on the beach and I, Denver has no beach. And I grew up in Denver, as I said, and I had pictures of palm trees, got to visit Hawaii once or twice, man, I got to live like this. And so I ultimately built this 10,000 square foot mansion on the beach with the boats on the backside and the beach on the front side. And, and I did it by visualizing it. And so that's step one. But Let me share something I share with my coaching students, which is kind of a goal-setting workshop. I can do it in two minutes, but most people spend more time planning for Christmas or a birthday party than they do designing their lives. So if you're listening, 
even if you've written your goals down recently, I'm going to suggest you do it again under the framework I'm about to share with you. It only takes an hour. Pick a time when you've got a ton of high energy, whatever that is in the day for you. Make sure you're hydrated. Don't do it right after you do a meal and sit down and write down everything you could ever possibly want in life. The big things, the little things, the cars, the boats, the planes, the jet skis, the motorcycles, whatever it is, take the lid off your brain and imagine if you write it down, you're going to get it because that is not outside the realm of reality. What it does when you write it down is it triggers something called your reticular activating system. It's that filter in your brain subconsciously points you in the direction that, again, your brain subconsciously thinks you need to be interested in. For example, right now you're listening to me. You're not thinking about how your feet feel in your shoes. Well, now that I mentioned it, you do. Another example would be, let's say you just bought a car. You never really noticed them before, but when you buy the car, you see them everywhere. That's your reticular activating system. And just writing down your goals triggers that. But write down everything you could ever possibly want. That's step one. Also write down everything you want to learn. Me, I want to learn how to fly a helicopter. Write down who you want to help. I've got my foundation, but... What do you want to do things for? I bought my parents a house. Who do you want to help in your family or the community? Write all of this down. Everything you want to do, be, or have. And then once you can't think of another thing, and by the way, if you're analytical, don't analyze it. You can always scratch it out later. Just keep writing so you can't think of another thing. Once you're done, it's not a goal until it's measurable. So put how many years it's going to take for you to achieve each one of those goals. Just put a one, a three, a five, a 10, or a 20 by each goal. Remembering, That as human beings, we will overestimate what we can accomplish in a year and massively underestimate what we can do in a decade. Okay, so put a number by each goal. Then that's where most people stop, by the way. They'll just write a few goals and New Year's resolution, then it's forgotten in a couple weeks. These next two steps are the most important. Pick your top goal, the one that juices you the most. Write it on a separate piece of paper. The one that if you got it would just blow your mind if you were able to pull it off. Write that on a separate piece of paper. Then also pull out three of your top one-year goals. So you're going to take four of your goals and move them to another piece of paper. Now this is where the rubber meets the road because the goal itself is never enough to keep you going. If I had just focused on goals when I crashed and burned in 2008, I wouldn't have recovered. It's the why those goals are an absolute must that will drive you. So take a few minutes and write a paragraph under each goal why it's an absolute must. Use powerful language so I can show my family what success looks like, so I can do whatever I want, whenever I want, wherever I want, with whoever I want. Whatever is going to juice you, you write that down why it's an absolute must. But then also a little twist, put some pain in there. Put down, if I don't achieve this goal, I'll feel like a failure or I'll have failed my family or I'll have a life of regret. Make it painful. Because as human beings, we'll do more to avoid pain than gain pleasure. So utilize that. Use that pain to drive you. Because you need something to get you up early to study this business, to keep you up late, to get you up when you've had your nose bloodied and been knocked down like I was. This is what does it. So you've got your goals. You've got your whys. Now there's one last piece. Go on Google. Find pictures that resonate with you associated with those goals. You go on Google, you see a picture, it kind of stirs you, it moves you. Yeah, I like that one. Download them, go to Walgreens or CVS, have them blown up, put them somewhere you can see them. Incredibly powerful way to trigger your reticular activating system. Even subconsciously, you won't even notice them after a while, but your brain is seeing them. I'll give you one last example here of that dynamic. I use a paper planner. I'm a dinosaur. It's called, it used to be called a day timer. Now it's by Franklin Covey, and I still use it. 
And in the back of that thing, I've got pictures that are in plastic. They're dog-eared. They've been in there for about 19 years. First few pictures are my gratitude pictures. They're the pictures of my children when they were young because everything starts from a place of gratitude. But then I've got pictures of the houses, the mansions, the places on the water. I live in an incredible compound on the water now. I lost that previous house in my divorce and all that debacle in 2008. But because God's got a sense of humor, I can see it across the bay from the compound that I live at now. <laughs> but, but the point is, these pictures work. And in the back of this book I was just talking about, I've got the Lamborghini pictures before I ever owned it, the Rolls Royce. I've got $300,000 of the watches, things that don't matter to me anymore. But I got them because I had pictures of them. So please don't discount the power of that, my friends. And one last piece on this goal setting thing. In fact, it ties into Tony Robbins. I was floating in this pool of this 10,000 square foot house that I built, this magnificent home. And there's a waterfall going from the second floor into the pool, second floor balcony into the pool. I mean, it had a $150,000 fish tank that wrapped around the staircase. This home was magnificent, three stories, wine cellar, elevator, and I'm floating in this pool. It's changing colors because it had fiber optic lighting in it. I'm by myself about a month after I finished the house. I'm in the pool. It's warm, moonlit sky. I'm looking up at this magnificent home, and I got depressed. And I'm like, what the heck is going on? I just accomplished this goal that I've worked my whole life to achieve. What's happening here? And what I realized when I look back on it, I didn't know it at the time. There were two things happening. One, Never achieve a big goal without having other goals lined up behind it. Because like the good book says, without a vision, the people perish. So make sure you've got a vision for the future. I didn't have a vision for the future. I didn't know what I was going to do next. So that was one component. But the second more important component was as I'm looking up at this testament to my ego, this house I built, frankly, to prove to the world I was good enough, I realized that my focus had been just on me. In fact, it cost me my first family. It's embarrassing to admit, but it did because I was focused on success and focused on Rod. So that year I met Tony Robbins and Tony feeds families for the holidays and he's done millions of families. And that's one of the things I love about him is his heart. And so I decided to feed five families that year. This was 2000 or 2001. I don't remember what, but I think it was 2000. But anyway, I fed five families. Third family changed my life. I went up to this house and the lady came out, started crying when she saw the food. Her five kids came out. They all started crying. I started crying and I was hooked. And I'm blessed to say, your statistic you said in my bio wasn't quite accurate. I have now fed 60,000 children for the holidays. I've done thousands of backpacks filled with school supplies to children here in Sarasota and Bradenton. I've done thousands of teddy bears to the local police departments for officers to keep in their cars when they encounter a child that's been traumatized. And it's been the greatest gift of my life. So my invitation to those of you that are listening, I know you're listening because you want financial success, whatever that means to you. But I'm here to tell you, I've interviewed billionaires and met mega millionaires that are financially successful, that are unfulfilled and unhappy because they're only thinking about themselves. So give yourself the gift of giving back in some fashion. It does not have to be as grandiose as what I've done or what some other people have done. Just do something for other people. Incorporate that into your life, and it'll give your life a richness that's much bigger than the financial success. So there you have it. That's how I got out of the crash of 2008, is I knew what I wanted and why I wanted it. And I got around people, I joined Tony's mastermind back then, got around people that were making things happen. You know, I've created my own mastermind to have thought leaders around me all the time too. 
And I hired a coach. It was a lot of money back then. It was like five grand a month, but that's what I needed. I needed to focus on income generating activity and knew I needed some tweaks. So I spent the money and I joined the mastermind, got some coaching and focused on what I wanted and why I wanted it. And I was able to pull out of it and thrive instead of survive. So hopefully that adds some value to your listeners, Joe. Absolutely. The process that you walked us through is a process that I've done not in the exact way, but pretty much that way. And I've seen the results, that's for sure. So let me make sure I have it documented properly just to recap. One, I love how you start out by saying most people spend more time planning a party than they do their life. So true. And I think I'm guilty of that too, to Well, I don't know. I don't plan parties, but I get the sentiment and I'm sure I'm guilty of that in some form or fashion. So one is write down everything you could possibly want in your life. Imagine it. If you were to write it down, it will happen. Mm -hmm. Two is write down what you want to learn. Three, write down who you want to help. And then if we're analytical, who cares? You can scratch it out later. Right. Then once done, put years to it, how many years you think, one, two, five, 10, 20, whatever, and then pick your top goal from that, write it on a set piece of paper, then pick your top three one-year goals, write those down, and then write a paragraph about why are these goals an absolute must, as you said, use powerful language, plus put in some pain so that we are associating both pain and pleasure, pain for not doing it, pleasure for doing it, And then go find some images that associate to those goals, print them out. Or what I do is I go on Vistaprint. Well, first I get the images, I go on, I get the images on Google. I put them in a a PowerPoint. I make a JPEG out of a PowerPoint slide with my images. And then I go on Vistaprint. I print out a, I have a three foot by four foot poster on my wall in my office of my vision board. And it's constantly there. I also put it on my phone. I put it on my desktop of my computer. So it's everywhere I go. And then the other two miscellaneous components to it that are very important. One, don't achieve a goal without having another lined up. And then two, have a give back component. Right. Let me add one more thing if we have time. The way to build this, even ramp this even more, is to have a morning routine where you do a little light visualization, and it'll take me a minute to explain it. Can I do that for you, Joe? Okay. So what I highly recommend you do, it literally takes a minute or two, maybe five minutes tops, is you just sit down, close your eyes, or you can even do it in bed, and for a minute you think about what you're grateful for that you already have. I think about my wife, I think about my children, I think about my beautiful home, and just whatever I'm grateful for, my coaching students. But then I think about what I want in life as if I already have it sometimes with emotion even, grateful for what I want as if I already have it. It's very, very powerful. It just takes two or three minutes and then I just decide it's going to be an awesome day. So that declaration typically makes sure that it's an awesome day because you've focused on it. Doing that visualization as if you already have something, imagine you're there, you're in that moment, you're proud. Who's proud of you? What are you seeing? What are you hearing? What are you smelling? Just get as crystal clear as you can with that vision of the thing that you want is if you already have it. And I promise you, it will drive you. It'll pull you to get whatever it is you want. It, it absolutely works. That's Rod, how can the best ever listeners get in touch with you? 
Well, let me say this. I forgot to mention, I've got a kick-butt free 220-page book on multifamily investing. So if you're interested in this space, you're crazy not to take advantage of it. It's no fluff. It's, it's like a textbook for this business. So get that. And that's just by texting ROD to 41411. Uh, if you like the psychology of success stuff, I've got a podcast, Lifetime Cash Flow Through real estate investing. And I do one clip every week about the psychology of success, mindset. And then I interview people like you do, Joe. And then my website, I've got a lot of free content on my website. Oh, I forgot to mention, I've got a kick butt Facebook group. We've got 5,500 people in it already and it's free and people are connecting all over the country and building little meetup groups and and peer mentoring because you know who you hang out with is who you become. So all you do is go to multifamilycommunity.com and it's a direct link to that Facebook group and we don't allow any promotion. It's just for education and for people to connect with each other and it's going fantastic. So I was in LA picking a hotel I've got a live event coming in April and there were five guys I met with, my wife and I, that met on that group and we connected via that group. So it's a great free resource. So, and you know, my website has a lot as well, rodcleaf.com. So you can throw that in the show notes, but this has been a blast, Joe. Thanks for letting me add value. Yeah. Grateful to have you on the show, Rod, again, and looking forward to staying in touch and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, brother. Take care. If you want to hire the guy who I hire to help me with my real estate investing business, then go to coachwithtrevor.com. That's coachwithtrevor.com. The Target Market Insights podcast is just that, a show solely dedicated to help you learn about target markets through the people successfully shaping them. The show features professionals who work directly with the audience and market you want to connect with in real estate. Listen and subscribe today at targetmarketinsights.com. That's targetmarketinsights.com.